Welcome to the Awakening Podcast, where we have truth tellers, not whistleblowers, where we have facts, not conspiracy theorists, the podcast with solutions. I also have the speaking podcast, the Learn Polish podcast, and the meditation podcast, and all can be found on RoyCollin.com. Today's podcast is a bit different because we're going to be talking today from the flat art. But what I would like to say beforehand is I've always kind of looked at the corruption that's going on in the world. Now I'm questioning everything. I've realized the education system's corrupt, the medical system's corrupt. A lot of the things that I see isn't true. So that's why I am open to this conversation. Welcome, David. Hey, thanks for having me. And uh, I'm looking forward to a, a, conver a good conversation. I love when I get a reservation when someone says they believe they live on a spinning ball flying through an infinite space vacuum because I can't imagine how anyone could believe that. It, it's everything we observe shows that we are stationary, that we are flat level. Believing that we live on a spinning ball through an infinite space vacuum. Come on, you gotta be go. You gotta be kidding. I remember when I was younger asking the question, if the world is spinning so fast around the sun, how come when I jump up, I don't get slapped into the head by a tree or move forward? And they were saying gravity. And then I asked, but what about a plane going up in the air? How come a plane you know, doesn't just propel forward instead of having to go like they do. So that was kind of... Well, they say they say because you're on the earth and you're spinning, so the plane is spinning with the earth. So when the Spain plane takes off, it has that, you know, this earth is spinning at a thousand miles an hour at the equator. So when you take off, you already have that thousand miles an hour of speed. Okay, that makes sense. I, I could buy into that. But what happens when the plane turns? Okay, where does that speed go? You lose all of that, that apparent speed that you had airplanes the word themselves air plane not air globe only work over a flat stationary plane as a matter of fact all of the manuals from the faa from nasa we found all sorts of documents that say they treat the earth as a flat non-rotating plane a flat earth a flat non-rotating plane that's what it says in massive documents we've made we have videos showing you all these documents for all of their airplane modeling, all of their rocket modeling, which is a whole nother rabbit hole, a flat non-rotating plane. That's how they model it. Why would they do that if we're a spinning ball flying through a space vacuum? Well, one thing, I, I have a discussion constantly with a fellow Toastmaster about being the man on the moon. I totally believe man was never on the moon and he's on the opposite side. And I can go in and have a drink with him and laugh and a joke, which means that we're able to open to a discussion like some people, it's like the religions. I don't know how many religions are out there, but unless you agree with that person's religion, a lot of them will tend to close the door on you and they just attack you and feel, you know, you you don't believe with me. It doesn't matter where you're born in the world, whether it's the flat world or the globe, but it's the same with the, like say NASA. If we look at uh, NASA, everything I've seen, one, don't believe the man's on, just from even the WikiLeaks, part of the WikiLeaks, there were so many different things, but even with the, a, you know global fraud at the moment like they doctored the figures and that's been proven so they're actually pretending about the global warming when it's all alive from yeah exactly i've seen that and i've seen the one where they, it was speeded up as well and it's like he's running down he, he's hang, he has a big helium balloon hanging from him so, so making him weightless and he can't reach down and get the hammer i mean there's so much here's the thing <clears throat> Whether it's uh, moon missions, the the space shuttle, the space station, uh, the rocket launches, if you catch them faking one thing, you can unwind it to they faked everything, right? But we we have tons and tons and tons of um, 
of footage that just where we've caught them lying. So that that's easy. We will, yeah. we'll, we'll, we'll go into that. But before, before we go too far, people that laugh at flat earth, um, they're the ones that don't know anything, right? I've been researching this since 2015, 2014. Um, when I, I, back then I thought the earth was a spinning ball flying through a space vacuum. And then when somebody mentioned flat earth to me, I, I open-minded me, I was doing a conspiracy podcast. I was like, you're crazy. And I banned them from our social media for being so stupid to even asking, asking a question like that. So the reason is because globe earthers, globies, that's what I call them or globs, they don't even know their own model, but worse than that, they think our model is something like this, right? They think that this is what we think. This is not what we think. This is not what the flat earth is. This is, um, if you Google flat earth, you end up at the flat earth society. That's a government run disinformation site with a tiny bit of truth and a bunch of nonsense. It says flat earthers believe that the earth rises at 9.8 meters per second and that creates the gravity. Well, no flat earther believes that. Only Globers believe that flat earthers believe that. You know, when when you think of flat earth, you think of a disc floating in space. It's not what that's not what the flat earth is. No flat earther thinks that. So what is the flat earth? Think of the earth as the basement of the universe. I don't have better words for it. It's an extended flat plane that could go on close to forever. I don't know. You guys had infinite space. We have an infinite flat plane. It goes, it's an extended flat plane. And we are we are a puddle within that plane. We're looking down. This is all ice, and this is a melted-out puddle. Okay, this is this is our world. All of the continents are surrounded by water. Large bodies of water at rest lay flat. You can get a drop of water. Yes, that's a circle. You can dip an apple in the water, and there's still water stuck to it. And you could believe that if you extended that to the size of the Earth, that that little layer of water is deep as the ocean. Sure. But that's not what that that's not what the that's that's a tiny bit of water. Large bodies of water at rest. Anything bigger than a bathtub at rest lays flat, testably, measurably, scientifically, provably flat. But water needs a container. If you were swimming in a lake and I got rid of the edge of the lake, all the water is going to be gone. The edge of the lake is the land that is higher than the water, right? Antarctica is the land that surrounds our world lake, our pond. And Antarctica is the highest land on earth. Antarctica is likely bigger than all of the continents and all of the, what we call Antarctica, all the continents and all of the oceans combined, bigger. It's not a little island, a little continent at the bottom of a ball where a bunch of penguins live. Okay, so I just wanted to give you an idea of what flat earth is. So go ahead, sorry, I've been talking a lot. No, no, you're grand here and like, what I've looked at because I've done a lot of research since uh, you reached out and uh, you know just out of curiosity and one of the pictures because like that is the map that we've all seen with the you know the yeah. North Pole whatever and when you look at the lights there's a picture of the lights of uh, around the world and it does look like there's actually a let's land or whatever all around it whether it's the Antarctica from what what is what, what what is this picture? I'll just uh, open it there. No, it's uh, the it, I mean, wor wor world map think... of cities at night, and it actually looks yeah. like yeah. If you look at that, there's actually it looks, it looks like flat. landed at yeah yeah exactly. It looks flat. <laughs> well, everything, all our observations um, are flat. When you're in an airplane at like thirty nine thousand feet. 
Here we are. Airplane at 39,000 feet. Well, at 39,000 feet, according to Globe Math, the horizon should be 242 miles away. A six-foot-tall person standing at the edge of the water, the horizon should only be three miles away because the curv curvature formula, you wouldn't be able to see over the edge. So the higher you go, the farther you can see on a ball. You with me? Okay. So at 39,000 feet, the horizon should be 242 miles away. Okay, that makes sense. You're up high. You can see far over this ridiculous ball. The, the drop would be 39, if you're, it would be 39,000 feet, 39,050 feet. Okay. So I'm up at 70, at 39,000 feet. I have a drop of 39,050 feet just by coincidence. So the total drop when you're flying at 39,000 feet, the horizon should be 78,000 feet below you. Okay. People don't understand how high 78,000 feet is. 78,000 feet is is higher than the U-2 spy, U2, U2 spy plane, right? So when you're in the next time you're in an airplane, look out, the, <clears throat> look out the left window, look out the right window, and you'll see the horizon at eye level. Draw an imaginary line between those two horizons and it will go right through your eyes. It's right at your eye level. And you have to believe that those horizons are 39, are 78,000 feet below you. Ridiculous, right? Yeah, yeah. The the other thing is when um like wait just for those that are skeptical like mm -hmm. sometimes when you have a clear day you can see some countries from another country so if there was the drop as you say that wouldn't be possible absolutely but some people say but I see the curve I see the curve we have to understand how perspective works and our eyes work now we see if, if the conditions are the, the weather conditions are the same all the way around, we see the same distance in all directions. So I said 12 o'clock, I see this far, one o'clock, two o'clock, three o'clock. I see the same distance all the way around. That's not our, that's just, that's how we see. So the sky merges with the ground at whatever distance, whether it's 10 miles or hundred miles, I don't care. And that merging point is the limit of your vision. If you zoom in on it, you can make it bigger then you can see farther until it comes back together and you zoom out, you know, you look farther. So we can see the same distance when I'm standing here. This is the limit of my vision, okay? I could see farther in the sky because the sky is higher and I have a bigger anger, angular resolution. I see it and if I draw a line across that. This is a straight line across the limit of my vision. A glober will tell you this is the curve of the earth. It's not, it's just the limit of my vision. This point is the same distance as this point is the same distance as this point and so on, okay? So that's just the limit of my vision. This is your imagination believing that you live on a ball. So I know that you have spoken to people that, you know, were 100 years old and they mentioned that when they were in school, they weren't taught what we've been taught now. Right, I was interviewing Ruth right here, 102 years old in February of 2020 just before all of this nonsense happened. And uh, she was telling me about the World's Fair. I was interviewing her about the World's Fair. It's not about Flat Earth. And she had such a great memory. And uh, I had asked her where she went to elementary school. She knew the teacher, the school, the street it was on, kids in her class. I mean, I, I have a hard time doing that. And, um, and I said, what did they teach you in science about the Earth? And she looked at me, she goes, they taught me the Earth was flat. You know, but then years later, they changed it. And I just thought science was getting better. And I explained the whole thing to her. You saw the video. Um, and I was like, wow. So anybody over a hundred years old, this was in Connecticut public schools. So in America, in, in public schools. Also in, uh, we found a woman in, um, 
Where was it? Now I said it a million times. In, Croatia. Uh, Croatia. Croatia. You've been listening. Thank you. And she, and she said in the 1930s, everybody, everybody was uh, taught flat earth. And so the, the whole thing about, you know, believing that the, that we've known for thousands of years is crazy. I mean, in the early 1900s, they were talking flat earth. This is a, this is a modern, um, modern mechanics and uh, prove the earth is round, prove the earth is round. What does that say? And win, win $5,000. Okay. This was in the 1900s. <laughs> so they've changed our history. They hijacked our history. And we'll get into why in, in a little bit. Uh, this is 1931. So, uh, so again, believing, you know, believing that our history is real is insane. Once you look, all of our history is a lie. It's all such a big lie. It's, it's almost bigger than the earth being flat, the amount of lying that they do. And, and it, we'll, we'll, we'll get into that and I'll show people how to, um, how to learn about it. But going one thing on distance, here, just finishing up on being able to see too far. This is a spot from um, Alusia, France. And when you look out from this position, this plateau, you can, you, Mount Canago is out here, but you can't see it because it's 175 miles away. From that viewing height, according to Globe Math, the top of Mount Canago, which is a tall mountain, should be a mile below the curvature, a mile. And so a glober would think that this is the curve of the earth. This is just the limit of your vision. But on a couple of days a year, when the sun is migrating in between the tropics, it lines up with Mount Canago. And when it backlights it, you can see it. Because the light that's bouncing off of Mount Canago isn't bright enough to push through and make it to your eyes. But the sun is way brighter. And the sun can push through. And when it goes behind Mount Canago, you can see it. Not only can you see the top of the mountain, that should be a mile below the curve, you can see the whole mountain. A glober will tell you the sun is already set and the mountains are way below the curve, but they're refracting up and they stop just at your eye level, just for fun. Okay. I mean, it's, it's like when, when I see someone say that, I, I basically just say, cool story, bro. Right, because it's the dumbest thing ever. It's they make up excuses. They move the globe post every time we bust them. And what's, what's your thoughts on the like the moon and the sun? Are they globes? Well, anything above our as high as we can reach, and anything beyond the shoreline of Antarctica is speculation. But when I when I tell people, you know, the moon to me looks round. I'll give you that looks round. But I ask you, look at the lights in your ceiling, and by looking at the lights, describe your floor. That's ridiculous. Okay, so I don't care if they are circular. The moon looks circular, but do we know it's circular? I'm going to show you four moons. And then uh, the, the, the person in the video is going to pick them up. Tell me um, two of them are spheres. Okay. Is that one a sphere? Quick. No, nope. we said uh, right. second. Come on. Second. Yeah. How about this one? Is that a sphere? Yes. All right. It looks like a sphere, but it's flat. Okay. <laughs> yeah. How about this one? Is this one a sphere? This day, you know, it's hard to believe anything. <laughs> right. That one's a cup. And I lied. There's only one that's a ball. Okay. But because yeah. you can't tell what you're looking at in the sky. So forget about it. And even if you could, what difference does it make? The moon is not a rock ball 238,000 miles away that's reflecting sunlight that we can see that, that cast shadows on the ground and that we could read by in the middle of the night. How does a dusty, dirty ball reflect the distant sun? I actually, I, I wanna add this to my presentation, but I, I saw 
a um, there's a video where a satellite supposedly catches the moon transiting the earth. Okay. It's so fake. It, it's, it's, it's pathetically sad. Um, I'm trying to see if I have it. Oh yeah, here it is. Well, th this is actually just a simulation, but it looked just like this. Actually, this is done. This is a computer model and this looks more real than what NASA showed us. Okay. But they showed it that the moon in proportion to the earth was about this size. Okay. By the way, this looks way more real than what NASA showed us. But then I just saw one today where the moon was on the other was the earth was transiting in front of the moon. Okay. Right. Cause, cause we're on the other side. Right. But the moon was the same size. Right. It's so the moon is twice the distance away and it transited the moon at the same size. This is supposedly an eclipse. By the way, with the day we're recording this on, uh, what's today, the 9th or the 8th? 8th, yeah. On the 8th. Tomorrow on the 9th, the people in the north, there's a massive solar eclipse happening that there's very little information that this is happening. This is a, a massive solar eclipse. It's happening at sunrise for me in the northeast. Um, it, it's happening here. But um, you should look, try to look it up. And if you can see it, I highly recommend watching it. Eclipses are powerful events that happen, and they're not um, due to the reason that they tell us. They're not. They're, I don't think the moon has much part to play in uh, in a solar eclipse. So there you go. And what's your thoughts on the stars? Because that was another thing. Because I, when I was younger, I remember I used to go looking up at the stars. And if the Earth is flying around, how come the stars are in the same place? Yeah. So so again. I thought you said you were a globe believer. <laughs> I question everything now, every single yeah, thing. Yeah, you're already a flat earther. Welcome. Um, so, so we're we're corkscrewing through space. So they tell us that the Earth is spinning at a thousand miles an hour, orbiting at sixty-six thousand six hundred miles an hour. Funny number. Chasing yeah. the sun at over half a million because I actually hour. I put a lot of symbolism in the Freemasonry and everything. So the sixty-six. Just for those that don't. Yeah. Oh, there's so many things. The Earth is tilted at 23.4 degrees off a of 90. Well, that leaves 66.6 is the inverse of that. Okay. It, some people say that it's chasing the sun at 660,000 miles an hour. Right. Or, you know, forget about it. Um, and then the curvature formula is 0.66 feet per mile or something. I, I forget it, but it's, it's all sixes. It's all just. It's all nonsense when you when you unwind their their stuff. So where were we going? We were talking about um we were talking about the just what was your question? Uh, no, you I remember? just had mentioned the stars, the way the stars. Oh, the the stars, the stars. So we're we're traveling. It's six months from now, we're gonna be a uh, hundred and eighty-six million miles on the other side of the sun, right? That's the short distance. We're also traveling. In, in the next six months at 500,000 miles an hour times the number of hours in six months, right? So in six months from now, besides being on the other side of the sun, 186 million miles, we've traveled all of that distance. And somehow all of the stars are in the exact same position. You go out tonight, mark where the stars are at whatever time, um, and you will see that they, uh, and then a year later, go out the same night, same time, um, all of the stars will be in the exact same position. Are you familiar? Where, where are you located? Uh, I'm currently living in Poland. I'm originally from Ireland. Oh, you're in Poland. So um, here, there's a there's a, a New World Order, basically, monument that was built in the 1980s called the Georgia Guidestones. I don't know if you ever heard of them, but it, they kind of look like Stonehenge. And they have, um, besides having 
all of the Ten Commandments of the New World Order on them. One reducing, one being reducing yeah. the population to yeah. five hundred million. million. Yeah, yeah. 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 five hundred, yeah. half, half, half a billion, billion. Half yeah. A billion. yeah, exactly, half a billion, half a million. What's the difference, <laughs> right? So, so there's a little hole in one of them, and when you look through that hole, what do we see? We see our North Star Polaris. Do a time lapse. Boom! There's the stars. How could we be moving all of those distances, all of those directions, all of those speeds, and Polaris never moves from that hole, right? They built this in 1981, it's been up for over 40 years, and Polaris has never moved from that hole, right? If we were moving in any of those motions, it would be gone out of the hole before they even finished drilling the hole, okay? There's no way that it could possibly do that. So. How, the only other explanation is everything is spinning above us. The, the stars are not what we're told. Stars are not giant burning balls of hydrogen, right? right? We're told, this, this is the story of the universe. Imagine you knew nothing, right? You just had life experience. You never really questioned anything. And I come to you and say, hey, I figured out what this place is, okay? And I figured out where it came from. Once upon a time, there was nothing. Okay, and it exploded and became everything. And then all of the rocky bits and all of the solid pieces, they all started collecting together. And when they started getting bigger, they got more and more gravity and they pulled more and more pieces in, right? And then all of the gases, all of the gases, they decided not to go to the rocky ball, maybe just a little of them would, they decided to form their own balls and bigger balls. And they, they got so big that they burst into flames and started to nuclear you know, fission or whatever they call it. Right. And then they started holding on to each other and then they started creating these orbits and they they go in these perfect orbits that never, ever change. Right. So perfect that we can predict when there'll be a transit, when there'll be an alignment, we can predict perfectly. OK. Right. This is insanity. <laughs> I mean, it's 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 absolute insanity. So what are stars? Well, again, I said anything above our heads is very, very difficult. Here is what the star Arcturus looks like through con new consumer optics. Our optics have outgrown their lies. This is not a burning ball of gas trillions of miles away. Trillions. It, stars are trillions of miles away. Okay, the closest star is 25 trillion miles away. Nobody could even comprehend what a trillion is, right? This is the star Capella, okay? If I started paying you a dollar every second, starting right now, how long until you're a trillionaire? Probably more than my lifetime. <laughs> a lot more so than take my a lifetime. Guess. Take a guess. Just a guess. More than a million years. Um, uh, well, no, a million, that's a long time. <clears throat> it's 31,000 years is one trillion seconds. Okay, so now, if you want a mile a minute, right? That's a mile, a mile a second. I can't even, I can't even do the math. It's ridiculous how far these things are. And then if you, if you know anything about perspective, you now this is the sun, it gets smaller as it moves away. So the sun right next to the earth would over, just swallow the earth, move it 93 million miles away. It's the size of a coin held at arm's length, right? If I made it 10 times farther, you think you could see it? The answer is, of course not. It would be so small that your eye could not resolve it, right? But they tell us Polaris is 433 light years away. Our sun is eight light minutes away, okay? How many times does eight minutes go into 433 years, okay? 
That's how far Polaris is. And we can see it. It's the dumbest thing ever. It's the du- Globe Earth is the dumbest thing ever. So why does everyone believe it? And the answer is because this is what we were grown up on. We were taught in cartoons, all the movies we see, it's all about the globe. Everything's globe, globe, globe. You go to school as a little kid, kindergarten, your teacher's a god. <clears throat> they got a globe in the front of the class. The first worksheet you get is how the, the orbits happen. The, the moon goes around the sun, the earth, and the sun, you know, the earth goes around the sun. And you have to figure, I, I remember that freaking worksheet and kids today still get that worksheet, right? This is, this is just indoctrination to control your mind. Why the lie, right? Why, why would they lie? You know, there's a lot of reasons, right? Hide free energy, hide the creator, hide your spirituality, hide your, hide more land, um, more resources, scientific, acknowledge, um, scientific knowledge, you know, hide the fact that you're at the center of creation, hide that we are special, okay? They don't want us to know the power of our minds, right? We, everything you have in your life, you created, right? Everything you had in your life, you brought into your life by the way that you think. People that are having really bad luck, you know, it's because they are thinking that way. They're creating their own world. They don't want us to know that our thoughts create our reality. Everything I have in my life, I brought it to me by the way that I think and the actions that I do, you know, in, in combination with that. People, they don't want you to realize that your thoughts have great power. And uh, they're literally trying to control our minds. Um, that's why they steer our minds with the news, which is an acronym for North, East, West, South. They're steering us. And uh, they got us living in fear. Um, they're the, with the agendas that are going on right now, uh, the only reason they're not going any faster is because of people not paying attention, you know, people not cooperating. They can't do the things that they want without our permission. They can't break our natural free will, our God-given free will, whatever you want to call it, natural law, God-given law. They can't do it. It's not allowed. There are rules here. And so they trick us. They always tell us what they're doing. And if we're too stupid to, um, to realize it and say no, then we, can, then we are consenting. That's, that's how it works. And so they, want, they have us believing that we're spinning out of control on a speck in an infinite godless or distant God universe. Uh, and how the heck are you going to be able to make a rational decision believing that? Well, I notice uh, like Agenda 21, Agenda 2030, everything they tell us and you know like you you inform people of that and they don't believe it and then you show them and then it comes true and that's been happening for years now and it is speeding up you know all the different horrible things that are going on at the moment they've all been orchestrated most people realize that the governments are corrupt the most they all will see every single lie that they've done but yet now they're trusting them like if we go into this pandemic now they're trusting them with it the, so then i look at this what you're actually saying and there's a lot of it's not making sense. And it's like I'm open to right. everything. Yeah. Think, think about this. You ever, you ever make, you ever, uh, one of my, like one of my little meditative practices that I do, uh, we have a great beach and there's great rocks there and I stack them. They're called Kirins. When you balance rocks on top of each other, we're spinning out of control <laughs> all of these directions and you can build rocks like this. I mean, come on. 
people, whoa, the earth is so big, you don't feel it. A thousand miles an hour is a thousand miles an hour, okay? If you're on a merry-go-round that was going around once a day, you would barely feel like you're moving, but extend that to the width of the earth, 8,000 miles, right? And make it go around once away, you're going a thousand miles an hour, okay? A thousand miles an hour is a thousand miles an hour. <laughs> you would be, you would, you would, you would die is what would happen, okay? You wouldn't be able I, to stay I, on it. I know that one of your videos is the waltzers because I remember them when I was younger. Where, you know, oh, that's that's my favorite video. That's my favorite video. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and I mean, that's the reality because when people are spinning, you're like the G-force. You're just held into your chair. And I don't even know what that. That's a tiny fraction of what the earth is supposed to be going around it. It's, it's crazy. The earth is making all of these motions, right? You know, and people say, well, you're already going that speed. You don't know. Turning is acceleration. If you're in a car on a straight road going 500 miles an hour, perfectly straight, perfectly smooth, you can hold a plate, a dinner plate filled with water. No problem. As soon as that car starts to take a turn, that water's gone. Okay. And, uh, and so, you know, we have, we have lakes that are perfect mirrors. Okay. How could we be spinning in all of these directions? and have, you know, perfectly mirrored lakes. That's just impossible. And like, cause there's been plenty of, uh, you know, explorers and everything over the years. Have you come across any research? Cause I, I know, I don't know, was it in the sixties that someone came, said that in Antarctica, they found this other planet. I don't know, did you hear anything about that? Yeah, you know, again, you know, I've seen some videos recently. It shows like the moon, like a giant moon, looks like another planet. Um, the optics of the sky, you know, the moon that we see is not a, is not real. It's more of an illusion. Um, we all see it; it's there. So, uh, illusion might not be the be the best word, but it, it has to do. It, everyone sees it in a different position relative to where they are. It's like a reflection. Like if you and I were standing in front of a giant mirror 50 yards apart, we're looking at a mirror and the sun's setting behind us. A third person walks up to the mirror and I say, I see the sun right there. And they draw a circle around it with a Sharpie. Then they walk over to you. You're going to see the sun 50 yards from my sun. You're going to see the sun and you're going to feel the heat of that sun coming off the mirror off that point. You'll be like, yeah, I feel the heat coming from there. That's because that's where you see the sun. That's where the heat, the energy, the electricity is coming off of that. And the way I realized this was I was in Las Vegas at a convention and it was about 3.30 in the afternoon and uh, I'm at the pool and the sun was setting on my right and it's just blasting on my face. It was super hot. I'm like, wow, I'm just going to be, I'm going to be like, a, uh, I'm going to be burnt on one side. I was thinking I got to go to the other side of the pool, right? My hotel was about a hundred yards off to the left and it was a big mirrored hotel and the sun lined up with the mirror perfectly on the windows and it started reflecting on the left side of my face. I'm like, it looked like the same sun, of course, because it's a mirror. And then I closed my eyes and I said, I felt the heat. And I said, if I didn't know which one was the real sun, could I tell the difference? And I could not tell the difference. The heat was equal. So I believe that the sun that we see is a, is a reflection into our world, for lack of a better word. Like, like the dome, I believe there's, a, there's some sort of dome over us that has um, properties of like glass. Like when you use a magnifying glass to burn those ants as a kid, because I know you did it, all right? It looked like, it, it makes like a little sun. So maybe the sun is being projected into our reality. That's all, and all based on our own position. 
And like, has anybody, because, you know, like say surrounding the Antarctic, surrounding the planet, let's say, has there been people explored past that? Well, th there's a couple of people that say they did, but when we look at the data of what they say, um, it's total, they're, they're lying and we, we've caught them lying. There was a, uh, um, we, we, we caught this one guy, he's a pilot. He said, he's going to circumnavigate south, uh, north, south, right? Circumnavigate from the poles. So he went all the way up around the North Pole, came over here, down, you know, all the way out here. Um, and then he went to Santiago and then he went to about where the South Pole is supposed to be. And then he said, oh, the weather was too bad. So he turned back and came up around and he went around and we're like, all right, well, he failed. Well, Guinness Book gave him, to this day, it's still in the Guinness Book, the first uh, north-south circumnavigation, right? All he did was this, right? He went here, touched the goalpost, and turned around. He's supposed to go here and pop up over here. But he didn't, and he still got the record for southern circumnavigation. Something's going on there, don't you think? Which, because I mean, I know people, uh, they go east to west, but they're basically going around the, the, the circle, as you're saying, you know, right. Billions of people have done it east west, zero have done it north south. And that's because that's not how it works. You know, on a on a flat earth, the the north is the magnetic north. And now this compass, notice the needle is pointing to the north. Well, I'm pushing this compass west. West is a circle. I have to keep turning to maintain my west because if I don't turn, I'm heading south. And whenever you're heading away from the center, it's south. East and west are circles around the North Pole. I'm going to push it east. This is east. That compass has to always point towards the north. And so east is a circle. This is the same on a globe, right? Always have to correct to the north. If I try to dead wreck in west, the second I start moving and not correcting to the north, I'm heading south. South is every direction away from the center. That's south. This is south. This is south. South. Okay. What about true north then? Because I, I remember that from technical drawing. Is it like 13 degrees off true north? Is that all another light? <clears throat> yeah, the the whole the moving of the north. Uh, I, that that might be truth, but they're lying about the reason that it's happening. You know, if you want to head north, north is this way. But as soon as I pass, I'm heading north, and now I'm heading I'm heading south. Even though I didn't change directions, I'm heading south. Is so every straight line is south. Point in any direction, any direction, it's south. Because if I'm pointing north. Just keep drawing that line. And as soon as you pass the North Pole, you're going south. If I'm pointing east, I'm pointing south. Right? Because I can't point in a circle. A circle. That's south. That's east. Okay? That's east. That's south. That's south. That's south also. Isn't that crazy? <laughs> but once you look at it and understand, well, that's reality. And here's the thing. Even out here in the Southern Oceans, we've talked to uh, Navy ship captains that say when they're trying to dead reckon out in the Indian Ocean, trying to dead reckon east or west, they always have to correct to the north, just like I'm correcting to the north when I go here. They always have to correct to the north. They thought maybe it's currents, maybe it's this, but then, you know, heading the opposite direction, they always have to correct to the north. On a globe, 
the top half of the globe, the north, you'd have to correct to the north. On the equator, you can just drive straight around, uh, theoretically. And in the south, you'd have to correct to the south, not to the north. Well, we have testimony from ship's captains saying they always have to correct to the north. That says that the earth is flat. And with your dome theory, because if you're looking at the sun, the heat then would be more in the center than where it is kind of along kind of the African line, the equator line. Yeah, let me let me show you. Let me show you. Have you you're familiar with my app, right? Yeah. Yeah. Are you familiar with this? I, I've only put it on today, to be honest, which I didn't uh, I I've just so so if you Google flat earth, you're gonna end up at the flat earth society, you're gonna end up with nonsense and you're gonna give up. You're gonna laugh at flat earth and you're gonna say, Oh, it's a bunch of people fighting, it's a bunch of stupidness. Um, and that's because Google doesn't want you to know because this is the most important secret of the world. So the sky is a perfect clock. The sun is the hour hand. And right now where I am, we have daylight savings time. So they're telling us it's an hour later than it is, but the sun tells us the real time, right? Where you are, you don't have daylight savings time, right? Yeah, they do. They, do you have daylight they, savings? They, yeah, you are? yeah, 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 they change it. Yeah. Oh, you do? Okay, so, so whatever. So the sun is normally on the hour head except for a part of the year when we're in this stupid daylight savings time. The sun laps the moon once every 28 days. So we got a new moon right now, two times around, and then it'll start waxing and uh, the sun will outrun it. And you can see the moon, you know, gaining its size and position. So the position of the moon and its phase keep track of the weeks and the moons. They used to be called moons. Now they're called months. And the sun keeps track of the hours and the days. Let me slow it down. Turn on the stars. The stars spin slightly faster than the sun. And that way the sun will be in each constellation for about a month. Uh, next, cancer, the Tropic of Cancer, will catch up to the sun. And the sun will work its way through cancer um, for, for the month. And then it goes into Leo and, and, and so on. So I'm going to show you how seasons work. So right now, you're in Poland, so you are um, approaching your summer. We're almost at the height of the summer. June 21st is the northern summer solstice. Well, the Tropic of Cancer is this yellow inner line, and the Tropic of Capricorn is the yellow outer line, and the red line is the equator in the middle. So the sun goes around and migrates in between these. So right now, it's June 8th, and the sun is pretty much over the Tropic of Cancer, and right here in Southern United States, Florida, Mexico, super hot because the sun is directly over their head, right? At noon, the sun is directly over their head. Australia is having their winter because the sun is farther away. If I jump the sun forward six months, it goes out over the Tropic of Capricorn and Australia has their summer. We have our winter because the sun is farther away from us. Right? Do you understand that? Imagine you and I were sitting outside in uh, just sitting outside in beach chairs, whatever, and we're 15 feet apart and it's freezing cold, right? There's snow on the ground, right? It's freezing cold. And then somebody comes over and holds a big heat lamp 10 feet over your head, a big giant heat lamp, right? You can feel that heat. Well, that sun lamp, that lamp is directly above you. So that's your summer sun and you can feel the heat. I'm 15 feet away. I can see the heat lamp, but it's lower in the sky for me. It's not directly above me. It's lower in the sky. That's my winter sun. And I could barely feel the heat because it's farther away. And then as they migrate over to me, 
soon as it's over me, it's higher in the sky. I have my summer, you have your winter. It's lower in the sky. That's how we see the sun. It's very simple. It's super simple. Seasons make zero sense on a ball. Zero. Questions? No, no, just uh, yeah, just uh, looking <laughs> here, at the here is a, 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 a yeah, just about like harp and everything because like there's a few things because uh, I know a lot of people are skeptical and everything but if you look at just the different things that governments have done like nuclear bombs which is inside the planet whether you believe it's flat or a globe it was over 2000 which is damaging the atmosphere and everything uh, if yeah. you believe it's a, a like a dome would that not be something that would be a lot more detrimental well so <laughs> there's um there's a lot to that so you know, there was uh, Operation um, Fishbowl where they launched supposedly nuclear bombs at the dome. I don't believe nuclear bombs exist. Okay. And there's a lot of evidence to that. And nuclear bombs are just a way to keep people scared. Everyone, oh, it's to build the military industrial complex. We must protect because nuclear, everyone's afraid of nuclear bombs. Okay. And when I say nuclear bombs don't exist, people go, what about Hiroshima and Nagasaki? Think about this. Hiroshima and Nagasaki. Three days later, the trains were running, the sandwich shops were open, they were selling flowers on the street, and everyone was back to work. Does that sound like a nuclear bomb? There I was only one. I wasn't aware of it. Was it's only, it's, yeah. it's me, I would have assumed from looking at it that it was destroyed for years. Well, the only photos you got and news articles were from one guy, one guy from the Associated Press or wherever he was from. He was the only one allowed to report on it. Anyone else that took a picture or wrote an article was put in jail. Okay. Talk about controlling information. Plants, people, and animals have always thrived in Hiroshima and Nagasaki. They have less cancer there than we have in the United States. Okay. They're supposed to be having, you know, 50,000 years of, you know, half-lifing the radiation. It's nonsense. There's also video, video of them stacking pallets of dynamite at ground zero before the bomb, before the explosion. There was an explosion, it devastated, you know, it had a, a ground zero area, and then the rest was fires. The rest was fires, they lit the cities on fires, okay? It may have something to do with destroying our history, you know, they, they needed to get rid of a lot of information. They don't want us to know about the old world. Are you familiar with Tataria? No, no, no. Yeah, so, so let me uh, let me just show you in uh, a place to find this. So Tataria is a worldwide civilization that that was here uh, in the 1800s, and then there was a massive reset. Hmm, a reset. Sound familiar? Yeah. If you hit the web button on the bottom right here, where it says mud floods, mud floods Tataria, I hit that. Up comes a playlist that uh, YouTube doesn't want you to see of our hidden history. This stuff will blow your mind. If you click that button, bring food and water, okay? Because you're not leaving for a while. There's some amazing, amazing, amazing stuff there. And once you start seeing Tataria, then you'll understand the reason um, that they're lying about this entire earth. Um, just, quick, just, back... just, just quick on that, because Go ahead. I'm basically exposing all corruption. I was kicked off YouTube. If that's so yeah. bad, why wouldn't they have rem removed it? Well, because they can't just remove everything, you know, we're, and it's coming. They will. <laughs> they will remove it because they, they, 
I don't know what the rules they play by, but you know, when they remove something, sometimes they make a martyr out of that thing. And then people start looking at it even more. So they're, they're taking it carefully, you know, like the flat earth content, you won't find you Google flat earth. Um, you won't find the information you want. You want. That's why I made this app. You hit the question mark and up come, Hey, what about eclipses? You know, why the lie? What about seasons, which we just talked about? If I click, what about seasons up comes a playlist of again, videos that they, that you won't be able to find. Um, and this stuff will, it, it brings you a, a playlist of videos that you wouldn't, that you wouldn't easily find. So again, this is, you know, the app's $2 and 99 cents. It's uh, just read the reviews in Google play and Apple and the Apple app store. It's called the flatter sun, moon and Zodiac clock app has tons of information. If you're looking for flat earth books, great books in here. Uh, this is one of my favorites, 16 emergency landings that prove flat earth, um, tons and tons and tons and tons of information. And I'm offering two Bitcoins for anybody that thinks that they can come up with one proof of the globe, but you have to take the challenge. Every day there's a new video here, featured video, watch the featured video every day for two weeks and then send me your proof. But before you do hit that question mark button and make sure it's not already answered in there, which it probably is, right? Also, it has resources of all sorts of images that you can use, like this is one of my favorites. Do you believe that men went to the moon in that? Yeah, made of tinfoil. <laughs> yeah, it's ridiculous. It's yeah, it's no. the dumbest thing ever. Yeah, no, right? I totally don't. And, and I mean, even years ago, I used to say, because we're living in a capitalist world, that if there was such a thing, the billionaires would want to go to the moon for bragging rights, you know? If yeah. Yeah, yeah. Well, Jeff Bezos is supposedly going into space next week. Oh, great. Okay. Yeah, let's hope, he uh, takes the, let's hope he takes the rest of them with him and doesn't go yeah. back. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and what about, like, have you been attacked at all with what you're uh, doing? Oh, the, I mean, no. The, again, here's the thing. Fear is the only thing to fear. No one can really do anything to you. My biggest fear is that they'll come offer me a beautiful house on a tropical island if I shut up and I'm like, hmm, can I windsurf? Can I kite surf out of my own yard? You know, that's my biggest fear, right? So if I disappear one day, it's probably where I want. <laughs> so have you a backup of the videos? Because your app is obviously linked into YouTube because once they once they're taken down, they tend to just yeah, yeah. We uh, we have them all backed up, but it, it is it is they do make it difficult. You know, they're dividing us. It's all about division. They divided divided us by countries. Countries are fake, right? Russia and America. There's no war. They're working together. They're Europe. Them. It's all it's all nonsense. Yeah. They divide us by races, color, religion, sexes. You know, anti-vax, pro-vax. Right? They're just dividing, 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 and and that that's basically how they control us. So. No, that, so, that, that I 100% agree with you. That's something that, uh, yeah, I've been exposing myself a lot. Here's Jeff of uh, Jeff Bezos's uh, rocket, right? And this is the last launch that they did. This is a, a, a literally a movie. They never show you anything. It's just edit, 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 edit. I list all the edits here, but there's a glitch that happens because this is a, this is not real. This is all CGI, right? And look, look at this, where, where they got a drone up there, right? And there was a little glitch. I'll show it to you in a second. And you'll see, you'll see the glitch happen. And th this, this happens when, uh, when they're using, uh, whether it's a projected hologram or just CGI, I'm not sure. So um, as you watch it come up, watch the tip of the rocket. 
And you see that little opening? I'll show it even closer. Yeah, I know it's yeah, hard to see. Yeah, yeah, I saw it there. Yeah. Boom. Right there. Okay. <laughs> and and they'll say, well, that's just an artifact, you know. Blah, blah, you know, artifacts from green screen, sure, but it's not an artifact. Okay. So here's another rocket that was sent up. Again, I call this the Tupac rocket, where they projected a hologram of this rocket. This is not real. This is not real. Okay. I love how the, the, the smoke money goes out to the sides, you know, the big plumes. Like, but watch this thing. This is, uh, we, found we found the projectors on their lawn and we're like, what are these lights? And we, we got a serial number or a name off of it. We looked it up. It was from a holographic projection company. And watch the top of the rocket disappears. Okay. And uh, they, they immediately took this down after it was, after, after they showed it. Uh, but we already downloaded it, right? That's a hologram, a hologram or projection, whatever you want to call it. And all the other launches that we've been seeing over all the years and all the people are around, is that all staged or is there actually rockets that are going up? Well, there is stuff that's going up, but they're, they're like the space shuttle. Um, nobody's near it. And uh, they like if you Google... Um, space shuttle launch, this is the video that you're going to get. So it shows the rocket here, right? And think about this fence right here. F the, the, the thrust, superheated thrust of, you know, 20,000 miles an hour is going to come out of there and that fence doesn't pulverize, right? A 300 mile an hour tornado will tighten to a knot. Those people are nowhere near this thing, but they make it look like they're right there. These people are over 10 miles away and I'm being generous by saying only 10 miles. They're not here. The rocket ship is so tiny, they can't even see it without a zoom lens. And it's also behind a row of trees. So they can't even see the bottom, what's going on. So what is this thing, right? This fence should be pulverized, should be tied in knots at, at, at least, okay? This thing is a blimp. It's filled with helium. NASA owns all of the helium companies in the world and is the largest consumer of helium in the world, right? They don't want us knowing that there's an infinite amount of helium because then we could build uh, rigid inflatables and we could travel the world without needing fuel. And we might discover some things that they don't want us to discover, right? This thing, you always wonder why they're going so slow. This thing is going, I don't know, 50 miles an hour. That's it. We're supposed to believe it's going 17,000 miles an hour, okay? You ever see a jet flighter fly by at like 600 miles an hour? It's well, like so I remember fast. That I did a parachute jump and yeah. basically the plane just disappears as you jump. You're, you're so fast that you're, so you wouldn't right. see that. Yeah. If that was right. This thing is going 17,000 miles an hour. All right. And then watch these external tanks are going to, they're going to, they're going to bust off, right? You can't hear the sound on this, but just Google space shuttle launch here. Boom, right there. How are these things going sideways at 17,000 miles an hour? How come they still have thrust? How come they're not taking off? right? These, this is a light show. These are LED lights and smoke. That's all it is. Okay. There may be a little bit of thrust in there. This is a blimp at this point. That might even be CGI at this point. So these things are, and then when, when you watch the video, you hear that, that, that separation and see it at the exact same time. You hear it and see it at the exact same time. Well, that if it was it was 30 miles down range, but let's say it's only 20. If it was 20 miles down range, you wouldn't hear it for 90 seconds after you saw it. 90 seconds. That's not that's 90 seconds. You can't hold your breath for 90 seconds, okay? 
right? But you hear it and see it at the same time. And people go, oh, well, they're, they're just adding the sound to make it look visually, you know, to make it better for you, you know, to make it feel better. This is a mind control. This is the tank falling back to earth so fast that it's going to burn up and atomize before it gets to those clouds. They're filming it from the window of this thing that's on its way into space. How come it's not falling? Now watch right here, a little piece of paper is gonna fly by in a second to give you, oh, see that? All right, that shows you that this thing is just floating. This is a blimp filled with helium, okay? It's a blimp. There's another piece of paper that's gonna come by over here, I think. Yeah. Um, but this shows you, this thing should be falling it should be out of your sight in two, two seconds, okay? Right. And and they're going up. This thing's falling down. What is he zooming in super fast? Like how is he? How's this being? How's this even being filmed? That's nearly as crazy as the telephone call to the moon. Yeah, okay. this is crazier than the telephone call to the moon. Come on. <laughs> I mean, it goes on and on and on. Um, it, it's it's unbelievable. I mean, NASA has ninety five million dollars a day. Look, and they can do this. All right, they, they could float in the space station. Right, I can do it too on zero budget. What else you need? No, I think uh, yeah. I've, uh, what, what's your thoughts on the Northern Lights? Actually, the Northern Lights are an electrical phenomena coming from you know all the magnetism that's coming out of the North Pole. They make you know it's above my pay grade to exactly say what it is, but it, there's there's electric fields. You know that we live in this electric magnetic world. And uh, there's all sorts of stuff going on. The closer you get to the North Pole, the more intense it is. No one's al actually allowed to go to the North Pole. And these are just electrical phenomena happening in the air. They tell you because it's the Earth is a ball and there's a magnetic, molten magnetic core. Molten magnetic core is an impossibility because when a magnet heats up, it gets to what's called the Curie point and it loses all its magnetism. And that's long before it melts. There's no such thing as a melted magnet. They're literally laughing at us, right? And how the heck, how the heck could they know what's uh, at the center of the earth when they couldn't figure out what was in the first uh, um, eight miles, right? The deepest hole ever dug was in Russia called the Great Borehole. And uh, I'm not, this actually might not be the actual hole, but it's a hole like this, right? Yeah. And it was just over seven and a half miles. That's like drilling halfway through the skin of an apple. Right. And when they were using their ground penetrating radar, they're like, okay, there's more moisture up. Oh, there's no more moisture. Oh, there's rocks up. Oh, there's no more rocks. You know, you know, whatever they, they were wrong every step of the way, getting halfway through the skin. Then they hit an impenetrable barrier. They couldn't get any deeper, but somehow they know what the next 4,000 miles is. This is a meme. It's pseudoscience. This is a cartoon, right? This has no truth to it whatsoever. This is a story. Right? A very cool story. Cool story. Right? And what about, say, like Atlantis, the cities that are supposed to be under the water? Is that all another liar? Watch nah, that. See, that's different. You know, the Atlantic Ocean, you know, the who knows if they're if they're underwater. You know, did the Atlantis, did the people from Atlantis um, all disappear when they when their cities went underwater? Did the water level of the earth change? Maybe it had nothing to do with climate change or 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 did maybe Maybe they migrated outwards when, you know, our sun is circling in here. And then one day our sun goes, you know what? I'm going to start circling out here. 
I'm going to go out here. All of this would freeze over. Everybody would migrate south to this extra territory, extraterrestrials, right? And we'd live out here with our sun. And then a new sun is born in here. And a whole new world is in here, has no idea that there's another advanced civilization out here. And it could go on and on. It can go farther and farther. And the farther out you get from the center, the more technologically advanced they are. That's one possibility. And is there any uh, whistleblowers? Because I mean, now you're saying this, like this being protected past the Antarctica. Is there whistleblowers kind of saying what they believe or what they've seen or? Yeah, there are there are some. There's there's some great there's some amazing stories about you know people that were in the military out in Antarctica, and uh, they there's there one of the stories was there's an area where no machinery works. It just stops working. Like if you're on a snowmobile or a helicopter, it just stops working, and you can't go any farther. And uh, there there's a story about. It, it, it's on Veritas radio. I don't want to quote it because I'm going to get it wrong, but they're, 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 they went on this mission to this place out there and there was a cube. And the guy's like, wow, that thing's pretty big. But as they're riding farther and farther and they're on these special small snowmobiles that had these like, it, like I, would, I would call them alien uh, engines, right? Nothing like an internal combustion engine. Um, and they said, this is the only thing that works down there. So some advanced technology. And as they were getting towards this cube, it just kept getting bigger and bigger and bigger because they didn't realize how far it was. It was massive. Like, I don't know if it was the height of the World Trade Towers or whatever, but a big cube. And it had all these weird properties. Again, Veritas Radio, if you want to find that, just uh, look Antarctica um, cube episode. Again, cool story. Don't have any proof of it, you know? This is a map from uh, 10 centuries ago, the Japanese map of the earth. Well, we live here. What are all these other continents out here, right? If there was tyranny going on in the world and you knew that, hey, there's free lands out here, maybe we would leave, right? Maybe they don't want us knowing that we can leave. They put us in a prison for our minds and that prison is the globe. Well, David, it's been, uh, it's been thoroughly enjoyable. Totally interesting. I think a lot of people now you've given them, you know, room for thought. They have to, you know, a lot of uh, thought provoking stuff that you've discussed with, you know, that's uh, of interest. And I see that you've got your uh, your app uh, thing. So basically you just hit the camera because that's, yeah, you just scan it. Just, point, just scan it with your camera or if you just go to the um, Apple App Store and uh, just search Flat Earth, uh, Sun, Moon and Zodiac Clock app, it should come up right away. Google Play, there's already a Flat Earth Society by the Ron Media Group. Knockoffs took my name, took some of my graphics. It's a horrible app. I believe it's free. So if you get it, just don't send me an email telling me my app stinks because it doesn't. My app is the highest rated app in both stores. Check it out. Uh, it's one-time charge. There is a little pop-up that says, would you like to donate? Uh, subscribe for 99 cents because people want more additions. So some people subscribe. You don't have to subscribe. Exit out. You don't have to wait. There's no ads, nothing. It goes away and that's it. And then uh, you still get everything. So don't worry about it. And uh, the website so that people the, can. The actually... website is the flat earth podcast.com. That kind of, that'll have links to the app. Also, it has some information there. Uh, the flat earth podcast, Facebook page, the flat earth podcast, Instagram. And my YouTube is the initials for deep inside the rabbit hole. So it's D-I-T-R-H, the initials for deep inside the rabbit hole, D-I-T-R-H. And I have lots of short videos there, um, plenty of stuff to, to, to do there. But the app is literally the best way to, to um, learn about Flat Earth and the fastest. 
right? All of this stuff is online for free. It'll take you years what you can find in the app in, in minutes. So, so again, if, you're, if your time is not important, then feel free to not spend the $3. <laughs> And, uh, and that's it. So I, again, open your mind. If you, uh, if you, uh, if you have the app already and you're trying to, you know, wake up your spouse, your partner, your kids, your friends, um, gift them the app, give it, get it for them, you know, get them to get it. You can gift it. There's a little gifting feature in the settings. Uh, and, and just say, Hey, let's discuss the daily video every day. Like if you have, uh, and this has happened. Many people say, you know, my, my wife, my husband, they, 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 they just don't get it. And I say, Get them the app and then say, how about this? Every day you got, you watch the video. I usually do short ones during the week, but right now I'm in, this, in a series where I have a little bit longer ones during the week. And say, we'll just have a little discussion about the daily video. Just a you know, five minute discussion a day and guaranteed within two weeks, they're flat earthers. There's guaranteed. So share the app, have it, you know, treat it like a book club, you know, just watch, you know, give you, it gives you something to talk about. You know, if, if you're in a relationship where, you kind of running out of things to talk about, get into flat earth. You'll never run out of things to talk about. And I think if people are, are looking to invest and they want to debunk you, they'll do what you said. And you, you've promised two Bitcoins, which is worth, worth a lot of money. Well, it's dropped yeah. half the price, but it's still still worth a lot of money. So still like, still like 80,000 bucks. So yeah, exactly. Yeah. Brilliant. Yeah. So there you go. Emma, and you can send it to info at theflatearthpodcast.com, but don't just send anything because if it's in the, if the answer is in the frequently asked questions, I'm just going to point you right back to it. So, so there you go. Okay. Brilliant. Listen, Dave, thanks very much. All right, Roy. Thanks a lot, man. See ya. So that's all for the Awakening Podcast. You'll find all our episodes on awakeningpodcast.org. We're also on BitChute and you need to watch this one on BitChute because Dave is very professional with his videos. I don't know, we do, I'll have to learn from him because it was actually ex excellent the way that he switched over. So, and you'll find my other podcasts on RoyCon.com. Until next week, take care. There's a time